breaking news! Part 2 of Enya's Saga is here! In this sausage sizzle of an episode, you'll hear everything from aggressive furniture rearranging, ninja propagation, squirrel-like pie consumption, brain reset, to rigging things up with levers and pulleys. So grab a trip, buddy, do a little boogie for a security camera, and don't jump out of any moving vehicles, because Enya holds Grace and Kristen hostage with a cup of milk and an over-fertilized bonsai. Listen as Enya begins her criminal record at four years old with extortion. Or is it early entrepreneurial drive? You decide! They said that we'd grow out of it. Well, the joke's on them, that's just our brains. We're eccentric, loud, and stubborn. And most of our clothing is covered in stains. It's not a deficit of attention. There's just too much to think about. So if executive dysfunction becomes a little too much, If you forgot why you came in this room, or you're hypersensitive to touch, then put on your seamless socks, and come join our little flock. Bitches stimming together, we're weirds of a feather, weirds of a feather. Ah! All right. Welcome to Weirds of a Feather, an ADHD adjacent podcast. I'm your host, Grace Beret. And I'm your host, Kristen Stanhope. And we are back. And I'm you. With our friend, Enya. (laughs) Welcome, Enya. (laughs) And I'm your fancy guest, Enya. Fanciest guest. Uh, Yes, thank you for having me. Sags, I'm so excited for Thanks for coming back. Yeah, thanks for part two. Yeah, go check out. The first part of Enya's interview, if you want to hear her ADHD story, which you should. And now we're going to get into some sillier sayings. We're getting silly. So we've been chatting quite a bit. I feel like we're warmed up. And I think a warm-up question would only derail us further. Mm-hmm. I agree. So I, I think agree. without further ado, we should just slap on into these eggs. Yeah? Yeah. Let's do it. All right. Let's start with this is who I am now. And Enya, so- as you know, we will do this in a round. What part of the round do you want to be? Oh, I'll go third as the one with the delay. Okay. okay. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. You go first. I'll go second. All right. All right. Three, two, one. This, this time, time it's different. different. Everything has changed. This is who I am now. This is who I am now. This is who I am now. Lovely. Ow. Ow. Beautiful. That's lovely. This time it's different. I could never get bored of this. Shut up and let me talk about why this is who I am now. Who I am now. All right, Enya. Enya. We must ask you, who are you now? (laughs) (laughs) That is very pleasing. Um... (laughs) I am a ninja propagator. Oh, I know what this is. Um, I have recently gotten into taking cuttings of native plants from around the island and sticking them in wet soil and growing them up into little baby plants uh, to plant around my property. 
And it's mad fun. It's super easy. And um, there's a, a thrilling element where some you kind of want to go for plants that are in really good health and have received a lot of water recently in order to get um, your cuttings with the best chance of surviving. So often this means garden beds from public spaces. So I now have... Is it gorilla gardening? Is that what you're doing? Well, that's a way better name than ninja propagating. I like, wait, are you? Yeah, gorilla gardening. Are you bringing them there or are you taking them from the garden? Yeah. Oh, no. So I keep secateurs and a bucket with uh, some soil in the bottom in my car now. And then if I see a great, so we have lots of um, our local councils, they'll put native veg in roadside gardens and stuff. Oh, and it's always I in great condition. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I think like so, that is a ninja propagation. I think yeah. gorilla gardening is when you go to public spaces and put the plants there. Yeah, you're doing the opposite. You're doing- oh, no, no, I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. Um, because it doesn't damage the plant, you know? Like it doesn't hurt. You're just taking a couple of healthy shoots. Yeah, you're just mm. giving it a good healthy um, trim. Yeah, yep. And then it's easier than raising from seed and – Seedlings can be very expensive. You can do heaps. You can get three cuttings off of a good, um, you know, a good branch. So I'm kind of just, I spot the plant if I'm driving by or whatever, and then I find a car park nearby. And then I do like a sketchy little drive by, <laughs> like snip, snip. <laughs> Stuff in your pocket. Yeah. Run back to the car. No one's got anything. <laughs> Put it in the moisture and then drive away. <laughs> Free plants for me. Um, it's just a good time of year to do it for the, the woody plants, um, down here. There's different climatic zones in Australia. I'm in a semi-arid area. Coastal, coastal plants love being propagated. Um, yeah, you just make sure to get your native mix from your garden center. I don't know what yours is in America, but in Australia it's Bunnings. Bunnings. Bunnings does a really good Bunnings, yep, with the, um, the never-ending sausage sizzle out front. Say, do they do a sausage? What would you call a sizzle out front? And they do. Do yeah, it's like a different community organization each week. But you know, you can go to go to Bunnings, it's like a barbecue. Get your gear, get a snack. And you do a sausage in the just like a piece of bread, right? That's what they had when I was there. Piece of bread has to be white yeah. bread. It's you're not allowed to eat wholemeal bread with a snag. But a snag, snag is that a sausage. That's sausage. That's a cheap sausage. Oh. Cooked on a barbecue. And it's just outside. Your onion. Yeah, just like at the store. Yeah, like at, the, at the do- door. No, it's like a dollar. It's like a gold coin donation. They also had. Oh, um, I think dollars in America are no. We had like yeah. uni club when I was studying abroad in Australia. We had like a club on campus, which is crazy, where you just like go and go to this club but they would always yeah they would always have sausages that you could buy there like drunk at you know midnight be covered in ketchup or whatever it was great that sounds lovely yeah, yeah. we we need to adopt this practice well we've got like hot dogs i would say is the equivalent yeah you got hot dogs you got hot dogs yes i was hoping i was like please y'all get your hot dogs got hot dogs here <laughs> Red, Get your hot dogs in a bun. Red snappers. Snapper. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Do 
Yeah, it's a massive uh, fundraising principle over here. You need to raise funds for your group. You have a sausage sizzle and everyone can get a hot snag for a couple of bucks and you make your money. It's a great idea. You know what I just signed up for not too recently? Um, To help someone's kid here in America, instead of a sausage sizzle, we have gun raffles, (laughs) which is a real thing. Yeah, I just signed up for I lost. I didn't get the gun. Bummer. I know. Um, I just, someone's kid was trying to, for like baseball, like travel baseball. Isn't that? This is dystopian. Yeah. It doesn't sound odd. You're like. And I and I told her she's a nurse and she's like, yeah, I'm, you know, I didn't really agree with it, but I also don't want to pay like the eight hundred dollars for my, you know, ten year old to go to Florida for, for a baseball. kids baseball thing. They're doing a gun raffle. They sure did. That sounds like a story someone would make up to make fun of America. America, <laughs> it's insane. a real thing. Yeah, America. America, where we have gun. Yeah, I mean, I can see it. I think uh, because guns aren't. You're not allowed to walk around with a gun here. Mm. We get really across like every weapon that isn't a gun. Do you know that uh, what are the a slingshot? Slingshots are illegal in most illegal? states in Australia. Really? Illegal? Yeah. Oh. I had to buy mine from Queensland. And what do you, what do you uh, fireworks illegal in most states? Oh. What a total bummer! They right? should be illegal. People do stupid things yeah. with them. Every 4th of July, we always have someone come in with, like, not all their fingers. We're too dumb to handle yeah, we're, fireworks. We're, our education system is not strong enough for us to have fireworks. No. <laughs> I once got my hands on it. When I was growing up, I grew up with a, an adult Smurf who loved getting fireworks on New Year's Eve parties. Um. And then after a few bevies, maybe towards midnight, all the Papa Smurfs would be like, right, kids, we're going for a walk. And we'd go and find a vacant block. And <laughs> they'd let them all off. But then as soon as they went off, it was like, right, everybody's scramble. <laughs> and all the, all the adults and all of the children, had to, you had to run a different direction back to the party house and no one got busted. God. So it was like this like um you know like kicking ants and like, oh, everyone had to spread yeah. out but it was like a tradition because we knew it wasn't allowed but we also knew it was kind of harmless but I remember the walk there was sort of better than seeing them go off because all of the Papa Smurfs would be like oh I got a pinwheel and be like oh I got this like Chinese fire dragon and then the really big ones we had to put a metal bin over so it would like anyway God. that is um, that's intense good time yeah i think in maine yeah. we just go across the border to new hampshire and get them i think they're legal now in maine oh they're they? legal now in maine and they shouldn't be the injury numbers have gone yeah. way up mainers cannot be trusted with those I wonder if there's Sorry, a correlation maine. yeah absolutely um, not. yeah when i lived in washington state they, there were people we'd be in like a suburban area and people would like light them off their porches so you're just like hanging out on your <laughs> your back deck and like you it's just like and your neighbor next to you, like basically in like the adjacent porch, like not even off in the lawn, just like on part of the house is like lighting fireworks. And I'm like, buddy, I feel like you need like three steps in front, like on the grass. And he's like, nah. And you're like, all right. <laughs> I think having this many restrictions that makes you creative. We because we could, didn't have 
fireworks. We used to make something called sparkler bombs. Maybe you did that too. You know sparklers? Yeah, I, I know so. sparklers. I don't know if we did the bomb. Remember, not well, we put them all in them. We got a bunch of sparklers and um, things, and we scraped all the gunpowder off and put it in a milk jug. Yeah. And then we lit the milk jug on fire, and then it would, like, Yeah, similar, except we used to get the lids of the milk containers, and you'd fill it up, and you'd put it on, and you'd wrap it up with gaffer tape so it was really tight, and then you'd have one sparkler out the top as the fuse. I grew up with a Smurf who made, like, a mega one and then got all the kids to go down to the local skate park, and and the Smurf put it on a uh, paper plate and floated it out into the middle of the dam after lighting it. <laughs> but it was, like, much bigger than he thought it was going to be. So we thought we were, like, out of sight of the main road and it would all be okay. And then it was just, like, <laughs> everywhere. And then it was, like, everyone knew, scram! And then so all these kids are, like, running through the street, <laughs> trying to get away because you just weren't going to get right. caught next to the... I think the spark so it makes it more fun but I think you also get more creative and like how and where do we do this right. ensuring that no one gets busted right yeah crime yeah. I mean making things illegal just encourages creativity really yeah and if someone's going to do the thing the law's not going to stop them usually yeah. if it's a more serious law that's going to be broken normally I think they've had a, a pretty hard life that's led them down the path where they're needing to use illegal means to sustain themselves or meet their needs or whatever so it's just like further punishing people who have already had a really hard go at things. You know? It's just re- further reducing support. Yeah. Just yeah. do it safely. Don't blow off your fingers. Don't yeah. put them in a PVC pipe. I've seen that before. You basically make a pipe bomb. Ooh, yeah, don't do it. Don't do it. That's a pretty end. good idea. Don't. No. Don't. No. No. <laughs> and yeah, not don't. never. Not never. <laughs> not never. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I mean, in saying that, we're all pretty careful. Bushfire is a massive thing here. No one mucks around with fire or anything fire related mm. anywhere close to summer. Yeah, no yeah. one's. Although, yeah, up north they're a bit looser with it. I think they're used to getting more rain. I was once traveling around Queensland camping, and people were just lighting fires out in the open. They weren't even like digging pits to put them in. And I thought, this is like a cultural divide. <laughs> And just walking away with the fire still going and not putting it mm. out. Lost. Whereas, like, yeah, where I live, it's really dry, really arid. Um, bush fires aren't, uh, they're not easy to get out. Yeah. So everyone's like really, really careful yeah. with their fires. Makes sense. When Some I, big cultural difference. Yeah. We visited in somewhere in like upstate New York, we visited Christopher's friends who like, I don't know if they bought a house or rented a house out there, um, but they're all from California where it's there's a ton of wildfires all the time. And their neighbor was having the neighbor to the house was having this huge like control burn um, of a bunch of because, you know, when you live in the country, you burn garbage a lot. Um, and so he's burning a bunch of like old pallets and bush and gardening stuff and they i watched all four of them just like slack jaw watch this man burn a bunch of stuff and he's like howdy folks how's it going you need to burn anything i got my burn fire up now and like he had like permitted everything (laughs) for it but they're like this is insane like just like and i was like it's fine he knows what he's doing (laughs) yeah different climates i think 
I read somewhere that California has more wildfires because our eucalypts have gone feral over there. So Australian scrub needs to be burned periodically in order to remain healthy. But I think California is like full of Australian eucalypts and they're self-promoting. So they burn and that germinates their seeds. So they grow more. So you get forests and they're really high in oil. So they're trying to burn. They're trying to start fires. So if that's gotten away, I can see why California. I know Southern California, like San Diego, where Christopher is from, has a ton of eucalyptus because he's allergic to it. So he he gets a lot of hives sometimes when he comes home. But well, indigenous people Mm. in those areas used to do a lot of controlled burns, as you're supposed to, to Mm -hmm. care for the forest and make sure you don't have big wildfires. Mm -hmm. And then white people took that over and stopped doing it, and then. Turns out it leads to a lot more wildfires. Yeah. Weird how that happens. Yeah. Or they have. It does, yeah. Interrupt a cycle. Also, I think indigenous, well, cultural burns, they're much smaller and gentler. Mm. And they're um, people who have cultural burning knowledge, it's based on, you know, like a certain tree will bloom and then you know it's time mm. or, um, you know, there's a, you get the first storm of a season or it's, it's based on environmental indicators, whereas when, with the way white authorities manage fire over here, it's like land is separate separated out based on what was drawn on a map in a square mm-hmm. however many years ago and, and they fence it off and they, they burn on the day that everyone's available rather than at the time, do you know what yeah. I mean? Rather than the time that it's most appropriate for those plants so mm-hmm. the benefits that they those that the environment gets from those burns isn't always sensitive or honouring their natural cycle. So that's tricky. But I think things are getting a lot bigger ever since the Black Summer. There's a lot more respect for cultural knowledge mm-hmm. and hopefully we're getting better. Oh, yeah. It's the only thing that will save. Anyway, sorry, I think, did we start with this is who I am now? Yeah, we did yeah. this is who I am now. Yeah, I, you're a ninja propagator. Uh, but now yeah. I think we're on to... I'm so quirky. Yeah. You ready for a countdown? Yeah. Are you ready to sing, Anya? Sure. You, okay. be- you better be. You're singing with me. <laughs> Some, some people call me fun. People call me fun. People call me fun. Quacky. Amazing. That was, really that was good. great. That was great. I'm sure that will be exceptional. Kitty's uh, breakfast at my end. You can just like mute on and off. No, no, no. no. It's perfect. It's perfect. No need to repeat it because it's perfect. <laughs> you guys got quirks today no you're sharing you're, you're your sharing quirks, your quirks. Oh. it's all on you baby i'll be interested actually to see grace if you share any of these because every other quirk i've written you in you're just like oh i also have that drinking disability yeah you work black today uh, to cover your drinking yeah. disability can't even see it can't see my dribbles Tell all right them. Anya. yeah yeah Tell us those mitchy match yeah, yeah. Um, I have a few here, so I am going to choose one. I think one that's stereotypical but that I've really learned to, like, embrace and love and stop um, hiding and apologizing for is the furniture rearranging. Oh, my I God. I love rearranging furniture Please my entire house so much. Yep. I need a fresh environment on your, the regular, yep. but I don't want to get rid of my stuff because I love it. And sometimes if I'm just, like, mentally blocked, I just need to, it's like I almost can't even clean without rearranging the whole mm. house. And then 
I feel so much better. Yeah. I'm like, I have a whole new yeah. house, but it's the same house. To the point that my ex-Smurf used to, for a date, offer to help me rearrange. <laughs> so oh, it was the most re- romantic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and and my little Smurflings um, are very strong because they've been Ooh, asked to um, just lift the other end of things <laughs> since they, you know, the day they could walk. Yeah, <laughs> or like the, oh my God. yeah, yeah. Or I'm going to lift this up and then you get the, the rug under and quick, 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 I'm, I'm going to drop it. <laughs> yeah, it's a good time. It's a great time. And I did it the other day and totally forgot to um, call a friend I was supposed to call, but she's also a Smurf and she was like, meh, I get it, <laughs> which is so nice because I used to just feel like this isn't weird and people are acting like it's weird and then I would get like defensive and just feel like everyone was lying. Just like, I know you remove furniture. Like stop singling me out as doesn't everyone do it when they because it's like a brain makeover for me yeah like i'll just hit a point where it's like i'll be in a room and then all of a sudden out of nowhere i'm like i cannot be in this room another second without moving the couch like it needs to happen that's exactly how i feel i feel like angry and like i'm gonna cry if everything stays where it is for a moment yes and i hate when i have to like wait on ian to do something because it's like he doesn't get it you know it's like oh let's just plan for it this week i'm like no it has to be done now right now it has I can't be in this room 10 minutes ago I struggle with the same thing but I've I've gotten very good at um creative moving by myself Mm. so like rigging up uh levers and pulleys moving things around on uh fluffy rugs um I I did have to stop for a while because I would like ding the the door frames and put scratches on the wall and stuff Mm. because I guess my family would leave the house and then they would come back and it would all be rearranged. But then there would also be lots of damage to the surfaces. <laughs> so I'd be like, well, I had to, because you, you end up with the domino thing where you're like, often it'll start, I just want to move one thing. But then to do that, you have to move everything around before it. So you give them with some often. And so I'll spend eight hours yep. prepping the space to move the one thing I went to move. Yep. And then when that finally goes into place, it's the last thing. And I'm just like, oh, we enter the building. And then, you know, they're all outside and she's like, we're hungry. I'm like, that's not ready. (laughs) You can help or you can freeze. Yeah. Um, Love a good furniture. Same. It's it's a makeover for the soul. I feel so much better, truly. Same. Um, Kristen does not understand it all. She's very judgmental about my furniture moving. I just, every time I walk into your house, it's... I got you, Thank you. I knew you'd understand. (laughs) And it seems to be just the living room and your office. Yeah, well, some rooms are... Yeah, key areas. Exactly. You spend a lot of time in those areas. I also feel like like they have, like, the most options for movement. That's what I'm saying. Some rooms, you don't have many options. It's like you're stuck with... Like the bedroom. Yeah. Although I have moved that as well. Oh. You just didn't pay attention. I usually don't go in your bedroom. Yeah. That could be why. You don't notice. But... Yeah. yeah, bedroom is funny. I move it and then it tends to be like, yeah, there's all, there's just one best spot yeah. for the bed. Yeah. I call it, I realized a while ago that it's seasonal. It's because like how my house functions mm-hmm. and the activities mm-hmm. and the things that I engage in change from season to season. Like uh, during summer, I'll, I'll cram, you know, I'll use the space around the fire because I have that thing where I want to be able to see all my tools to do the task, but then I'm also very 
easily overwhelmed by having everything mm. out. So I set up like stations around the house. Mm. And yeah. then if I'm done with that thing and I'm like, I never want to sew again, well, then I pack up that station. But then inevitably two weeks later, I'll need a new station for something else. But if it's just like loose stuff on the table, I'm just I'm so uh, overwhelmed really quickly. Like I need to be able to like have things in a cupboard and shut the door when I need to not see it. Does that make yes, sense? Absolutely. So I think the moving of the house is like I'm coming in hot with a new hobby, mm. but it needs its station, yep. and I'll never get to the the thing. Yeah, I just redid my house. I put the uh, the kitchen table is now central because I try and keep a really big uh, space in the middle of the house for movement. Me and the Smurflings all need to do a fair bit of like wriggling and rolling and jumping and spinning and stuff on the daily. So <laughs> the giant central wriggle space is sacred. Mm. Nothing ever goes there. But just do the big table because I've um, – wait, will this come out before or after Christmas? Um, mm. Maybe, oh, I think yeah. right after. Right after. Okay. Why are you going to? Yeah, because I've designed a bunch of T-shirts for my family. Oh, for spring on them. I'll bleep That's it really out. Like, and I can't wait to go and do the, if it's gonna come out. Do the printing. Hmm. Yeah, it's going to be so funny. <laughs> <laughs> Those suckers. Yeah. Quirks, quirks, quirks. Oh, you're Grace, good. do you also? Sorry, I'll be really quick. You're this good. Time. That's <laughs> funny. <laughs> I won't, sorry. Uh, I zone out completely while driving and cannot hold a conversation if I'm driving. It's very cathartic for me to get behind the wheel and then I'm just doing the thing and then my brain is gone and then people will be like chatting and I'm like, sorry, what? Like I can't, it's so much extra energy to focus on a conversation while I'm driving because my brain goes. I agree with that. Yes, I'm one driving, yeah. To the point where I'll like put myself almost to sleep sometimes. I feel like I'm falling asleep because I'm like being hypnotized by focusing on the road. I get into like, like I've definitely driven... Like we have a friend who lives in the same town as my grandma and every time I drive I try to drive to that friend's house I'll just drive to my grandma's house because I'm like on autopilot. My like brain that part of my brain is just like South Portland so I just don't think about it and then I end up at my grandma's house and I'm like, "Oh, what the shit?" <laughs> I can. Yeah, that's a big one. I do that a lot as well, like something I'll drive into town and I'll get there and can't remember why I drove there and sort of just end up at the supermarket and then it's 10 minutes of like what was the mission? <laughs> and that's just in a half hour drive. Yeah. Or it just automatically like drive to workplace or I went to see my uh, brother the other week and just automatically drove to his partner's investment property <laughs> that she lived in when they first met <laughs> and got, and I was like, ETA, they got a new baby. So I'm like trying to tell them when I'll arrive because it's important. ETA, 15 minutes and everything. I get there. I'm like, oh, I'm still 20 minutes away. And then. <laughs> You just don't on the wrong side of town because that was like the point in my Google Maps, and then I didn't think twice. Anyway, yeah, I get that—the forgetting where you're going while you're on the way thing. I felt when yeah. we were looking for a house, 
I like I learned a lot about houses and structures and noticing things as one does when you're learning more about them. So as we're going through different neighborhoods, I'm like looking, driving and like looking at chimneys and looking at porches and looking at roofs and stuff like that. And and Christopher's like, oh, my God, <laughs> like, please, you please are, pay attention. You are someone who should not be distracted when you're driving. I was you so need distracted. all of the focus yeah. you can get yeah. to just be on the road. Distracted driving. I don't need a cell phone to be distracted driving. I am my own distraction. You really are. I can't imagine yeah, you trying yeah. to like text and drive. You mean no, a ditch I, immediately. I don't. I did. That's why I don't. I feel like you drift just when you're paying attention as much as you can. You're still like drifting. Still oh no! Are you one of those people who speeds up and slows down? You're accelerating never, based on how much energy you're speaking no, with. She never just consistently has her foot oh, yeah, on the gas. It's like back forth, back and yeah. forth, like constantly, all the time. You know what it makes me so much? I drive sick. like my mother. You do. You know, and I'm not ashamed <laughs> to say it because she also drives the same way as what I realized. I think it's a, uh, that was a seamless handful. She's like, it's genetic. I, um, I didn't ask for this and I, I cannot work on this. No, I've, I get stuck behind those people. You know, they're having a great conversation because they're like going, oh, you guys do miles, but you'll be going 100 and then it's 80 and then 110. And you're just like, oh, like get off the phone. And just put it, or like put it on cruise control. I don't think yeah. Christmas ever used when it's not a big deal. I used it life. a couple times, but sometimes I change my mind. I'm like, <laughs> I want to go faster, so speed it up a little, yeah. and then reset that cruise control. What I do is I find um, what I call a trip buddy, and I get someone who's going in the general same direction as me, and I just kind of stay a safe distance behind them, and then they control <laughs> for me. <laughs> Yeah. Until they get up on the X. I could just think of. And I'm like, bye, trip buddy. I got to get a new one now. Just like follows them home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We're friends now. I have so many comments that I'm disciplining myself in not saying because that's a whole conversation. I don't know what road rage is like in America, but if you had like a trip buddy that you followed in a stream. You'd get so road raged out. It's not even. You don't do buddies in Australia. Yeah, I, I stay safe. Pardon? Distance behind, and it's not like you know. I think we call that tailgating. It's not ta- yeah. if you're far enough behind. It's not tailgating. They don't know you're following. Yeah, they don't know. Yeah, yeah, the whole purpose is it's like you're tailing someone, and you want them to not know that you're tailing them. Like you've made up this relationship in your yeah, mind. It's all up here, and I know it sounds crazy, but it works. That actually sounds a lot fun. Yeah, and, and you know, sometimes you ever have someone just overtake you super fast and then you just end up arriving at the end of the highway at the same time as them anyway. Oh, yeah. And you're like, you know, that whole thing was for nothing. Yeah. yeah. Stupid. That sounds fun. I'm going to try out Trip Buddy. Yeah. Don't. I mean, That's a new game. Don't get too close. Yeah, don't get too close. That's the thing is like you stay like an appropriate. Do you think you'd notice if someone was tailing you? Like yeah. if life was like the yes, movies. I hate when anyone's someone's... driving behind me and I yeah. am really annoyed at them being behind me. Well, sometimes I'm like, oh, I've got a trip buddy now. I'm the guy, but I don't want to. I don't. Guy. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you hand out the window. Like, Come no, on, lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know the way. <laughs> Doing the Queen of England way. Yeah. <laughs> Good luck to your trip, buddy. Like, you off. Like, why? Why are you going so many different speeds? <laughs> you do go a lot of different speeds. <laughs> Morse coding you, flashing their lights, like trying to send you messages. 
Oh, that is a wild concept. I'm going to try it. That sounds it, fun. It works. Yeah, because then it's not up to you. It's up to them. It's like, how fast do you want us to go? Yeah. You know? Out of your hands. So. You're one of those people who if someone's going a bit slower than you, you want to overtake even if they're only going like two no, that's kilometers an hour under the speed. Yeah, yeah, we're both going slower than. Yes, I want to overtake drivers, man. It depends. It depends on if I'm in a rush. We're cruising. You're, you go so fast when you're in a rush. In a, yeah. And I have a, my car goes really fast too, which is not a great. No. Wish it did Combo. Um, <laughs> I, I, I think what's so beautiful about clocking out when you're driving is it's not that I'm not paying attention. It's just all happening like at a sub-perceptive level. And there is something really soothing. Mm, it's meditative. thing. It like frees frees your mind up to like deal with all the other stuff because you're now stuck doing the thing. But if anything, I, like I think I'm a better driver than average because there's when it's all happening on auto, it's pleasing, I I pleasing stuff. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right, and quirk number three. One more quirk. One more quirk. Yeah, got it. Got it. Security cam boogies. Hey. That is, uh, you know, when you're just like, uh, I don't know if you have this one, Grace, because you have the thing about always being perceived, which I, I don't have at all. What I'll do is I'll just be doing my my weird thing and then every now and then I'll remember to look around if I'm in public and, like, that there's always security cameras around. And then the moment I've looked into a security camera, I feel like I have to acknowledge the moment in case there's a security person looking mm, you at don't it. Want to look and then because they can't hear you and you can't be like, hi, how are you going? Just letting you know I saw you, see me, see you. <laughs> I do a little boogie <laughs> and do like a th- good three minutes of like my worst dance moves. And then bow out and then, like, run away from that security camera as soon as possible. But then I feel like, hey, if there's someone locked in a dark room surrounded by screens, at least maybe um, they they felt that they weren't invisible for a mm. moment. But I feel like I can't look into a camera and then not acknowledge that. Does that make yeah. sense? I don't do the boogie. It's like they've seen me see that. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. And especially if I'm in a store, it's like once you look up at the camera, mm. now it looks suspicious. Like I'm checking the cameras. And so then I like That's trying like extra hard to like look normal and human. And like, and you're I'm like just now the... I got to act like I'm not stealing anything. Yeah. When even really, though I wasn't. You're not stealing anything. With. I'm like just being a normal human over here. Nothing to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think I hate that now that I'm aware I'm being watched. Mm. I don't want – I then am like now I feel like I can't function knowing, knowing I'm being yeah. watched, so I'll just lean in and give them a show. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's a good strategy. You know, and then run for it? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like go the opposite of um, – yeah. There's probably like – I hadn't thought about why. One guy, like you said, in a room full of screens who's like, hey, something's wrong with her. <laughs> <laughs> or it makes him smile. Only if you can catch me. <laughs> I like the idea of that. I think yeah. you do add a little joy to someone's life. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we were looking at Christmas lights the other day, and someone had a uh, one of those great lights, and it's like the um, 
like disco ball style where there's, there were like green and blue laser lights all over the place. And I went up to like try and figure out where the lasers were in their yard. They went home and I like spotted it and then looked over and there was a security camera there and I was like, oh. <laughs> so then I had to do the little security cam buddy. But then you're like, it was nighttime and it was in the disco lights and I was like, this is probably the best it's ever worked. Yeah, out. that's doing the little yeah because then you don't want them to think you're a thief I was just mesmerized by their I mean this was like extra Christmas lights like I've never seen they're like moving deer eating grass Mm. anyway it was amazing yeah I usually just go into like alien pretending to be a human mode you know just like being trying really really hard to look like a human yeah I get that yeah I can't I'm so uncomfortable with that. I think that's where the boogie comes yeah. in. I respect I'm like, I, I will now have crawling skin mm. knowing that the camera is there. Well, maybe I should, maybe so I should just take that, do a little boogie myself. Yeah. Who doesn't yeah. want to moonwalk out of there? <laughs> this was intentional. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anya. Well, you are just so darn quirky. So quirky. So Thank quirky. you for sharing with us. All right. So I know you have a bunch of like ideas and segments and whatevs. So what would you like to do next? We could do hobby collectors. We can do, you know, if you have, you want to ask your questions to us or you want to do informative info dumps or any other segment you want, really. How about, I'm keen to do a a little, how did they miss that real quick? And then I would love to quiz you guys on some stuff. All right. Let's do it. Excellent. Let's mix it up. Let's do it. I contemplated because I know that every question there's a there's a the answer is will it depend? <laughs> and then I was like, how do I force them to choose, you know, out of a binary question? Just choose one. So it doesn't chew up too much time. And then I was like, how to motivate two legends? And I was like, I could just have a cup of milk and then if Grace uh, says it depends, I'll just drink uh, the milk uh, in front of her. And then she'll be like then she'd just be like, ah, oh, whatever, like, answer, answer, answer. And then I was trying to figure out what would motivate Kristen. And then all I could sort of think was like just having a bonsai plant and then just over fertilizing oh it. Just like it. if you wouldn't, ch- yeah, just adding more and more <laughs> phosphorus. So you're going to hold us hostage, <laughs> is what you're <laughs> saying. <laughs> but I wasn't organized enough to. So you guys are off the hook. Thank God. Okay. Um, we don't want to see you drink that milk. Yeah. I think those are both horrible <laughs> to me. Yeah. I, <laughs> I thought if you could stomach it, I could step it up by getting a straw and then like blowing bubbles. Oh, on you. Wow. <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> My nightmare. No. Ah, that's the best confirmation that I was onto it. Yeah. Good. You know us well. Um, <laughs> It's like water torture. No, it's like milk torture. Oh, water torture. Yeah, might have to be the episode. <laughs> I was title. just about to say yeah. that's a great episode title. <laughs> yeah, but maybe how do they? Yeah, you know. So you get the diagnosis, and then you start piecing things together, and you're like, oh, how do they? Oh, how did no one catch mm. this? How did no one catch this? Is that the? the yeah, title? I yes. believe that's our. Yeah, Should we do a yeah. little alternative, a little alternative intro. Yeah. Maybe I'll do a speed. How did they miss that? Because it's time consuming. Um, but I guess the key five that I came Ooh. up with, right, well, first, which I think I meant to write. Let us you. do the huh? alternative segment. Let's make this an alternative segment. Ah, 
Okay. okay. On this episode's alternative <laughs> segment. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that's on me. I keep forgetting the delay, so I'm interrupting at a good moment, but then it gets through to you guys at the wrong it's, moment. That's it's okay. It's great. We understand the delay yeah. problems. It does make it tricky. <laughs> All right, on this week's alternative segments, we're doing How Did No One Catch This? How Did No One Catch right, This? Anyway. All right, Although I might open, yeah, sorry, mm-hmm. my uh, Mama Smurf did say when I was going through my like, oh my gosh, this explains everything moment. She was like, in my defense, I tried to take you to a doctor a few times because I knew you were a bit extra, but you refused <laughs> and would like tantrum and starfish face down on the floor. <laughs> She was like, I tried, but I just, I couldn't, I just couldn't get you there. That should have been enough for a diagnosis right there. There you go. (laughs) I can't imagine. I must have just thought, yeah, they'll, they'll put me in a white jacket and into the van and take me away and that'll be game over. So I'm not doing it. (laughs) I don't blame you. That's scary. Yeah. Climb on the roof and, and, um, wait until it all blew over. Mm. Um, yeah, how did they miss that? I'm going to do five real quick. Okay. Number one, I got sent to the principal's office on my very first day of primary school. <laughs> I was four yeah. years old. Yeah. <laughs> What'd you do? I was trying to charge the parents money to pick their kids up what? from school. <laughs> You're four? <laughs> little entrepreneur. Yeah, I think you could call it. You need to be on like a finance. It might have been extortion. Yeah, kind of holding them captive, I I guess. But it would have been. I wouldn't have been really meaning to. It just would have been like a. Let's see if this works. Yeah, taking your best shot. Yeah, which ties into another one. I think I had here. Yeah, and then I I I went on to charge people at sporting events for parking, even though it didn't (laughs) cost money. So I would set myself up at the gate with an ice cream container and a little sign saying like $2 parking. That is clever. And then just jangle it in people's windows. And then people just assume it's a real thing, I guess, and that the kid is just volunteering. And then you just make heaps of money for candies because we uh, did not have junk food in the home or meat. And so I used to go and get candies and meat pies and eat them all up in a tree. Nom, 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 nom. So, you know, you just, you get resourceful. Once again, yeah, making things illegal or a rule, yeah, it just makes you more creative at breaking those rules. Yeah. My parents weren't, yeah, they weren't super strict. Mum used to get a roast chook every now and then, but she wouldn't pick it. The kids had to pick it. And, yeah, like weekend sport, that was the, they'd give you your goldies and you could go and get your um, your prohibited items free of scrutiny. Yeah. I just like imagine we're such a big family. We're so also super active. Everyone in my family is really sporty. And most of us competed. All of us competed at something at at least a state level, if not national sport. And coming getting invited over, I used people must have just been like, Oh, the chitties are here. <laughs> and like all of these like this massive swarm of loud, energetic kids would come in and just eat all the candy and all the meat first, like a bit like a plague. <laughs> like, <laughs> moving through the event yeah i think my parents used to make up for it by always bringing the lobster and the prawns and the yeah the seafoods 
and beautiful veggie dishes. <laughs> Sorry for our but yeah, from the inside it doesn't seem it doesn't seem intimidating, but then you I can see from the outside how it would be intimidating to have that group of people arrive. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um it makes me think of that episode of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they Dennis lies about who he is and he takes those like box tickets for I don't know, the Eagles or something, some football game and they lie their way in to the box seats and they get in the box and immediately D and Mac just go fucking nuts. They're like stuffing snacks in their pockets. <laughs> They're like taking batteries. <laughs> They're just like oh, ransacking. Oh, <laughs> they're trying to pretend like there's someone else and they're just going absolutely ham. <laughs> Where I live, you can get a, a 10 cents per recycled can. We have um, recycling schemes, so every drinking vessel, like every bottle, every can or whatever, you get 10 cents mm -hmm. for returning it. And so we used to, as kids, just go around it if you're at a big game or a concert or something and collect all the empty cans to then refund and get money. But we kind of must have just looked like street kids. I remember, Definitely. like, adults looking at us, like, as if we are collecting them to try and, like, drink the dregs of them or something. You're just like, no, nah, man, this is like... This is pocket money. Yeah. Just doing the. It's for candy. Yeah, just making it happen. You were hustling. Yeah. You were hustling. God. Yeah, we got to get you on a finance podcast. Yeah. How to get that hustle. Little tricks for kids. Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh, my only real hustle is like avoid debt at all costs. Mm. There's essential debt. You need to borrow to buy a home and you need to like secure your income. But outside of that, I'm like cash for everything. Mm. Mm. Cash for cars, cash for food. Cars for kids. Debt is how they control us. It's like the most effective tool of oppression. Keeps us afraid. Absolutely. Um, when I was three, I climbed the, you know those towers that cameramen used to sit on at sporting games before they had drones? It would be like a giant tower up near mm. the scoreboard oh, yeah. and they'd have the big camera on mm. top. There's one of them at the, at the Adelaide Cricket Ground. It was massive. And I managed to like get in under the the tarpaulin wrapped around the scaffolding at the bottom and climb all the way up. And they were like, and it was an international cricket game. Oh my. And my mum tells it just like someone was like, oh my God, there's a baby on the tower. We're <laughs> <laughs> on the news. <laughs> and the cameramen were like, oh, because I can't imagine how high it was, maybe four or five stories. Three or years old. And then my poor mother. Yeah, yeah, I was like straight up there. And then my mum had to climb up after me and take me down. Oh, it was like shame. on TV. <laughs> the mother came. Yeah. Oh, like, she just would have like been. Yeah. scene where you're just on the tower <laughs> like, no. And there's probably yeah. like helicopters <laughs> being like. <laughs> Channel 7. In my nappy yeah. with like my binky hanging oh. out. Just like. Baby. I'm going to get <laughs> Don't get up, baby. No, <laughs> baby, get down. Bad baby. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, and that reminds me of another one that's not on here. When I was maybe younger than three, two, two or three, I jumped out of a moving vehicle. Oh my god! And broke my arm and cracked my skull, and I still have a bald spot under my hair from it. Jesus. And I said, "Yeah, we don't really know. Why'd you jump? Why? Yeah. Something to do? Impulsivity? <laughs> yeah." <laughs> Dunno. My Papa Smurf says 
Well, apparently I would never keep the seatbelt on. He said I just took it off and opened the door just to get out of the yeah. car without, I guess, contextualizing that it was moving at the time or something. Yeah, it's a hard time. Yeah. Truly, oh. how did no one So, and that was, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then when I read about the, that it, the ADHD is like related to head injuries mm. as a child, I was like, oh my God, did this, I, t- I called Mama Smurf, I was like, do you think I've got such hardcore ADHD because I've got very hyper ADHD type because of this, that time I jumped out of the car and she goes, no, no, honey, no, no, you were born. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, the other way around, the ADHD uh, is what caused you to jump out of the car. Yeah, which was actually really comforting when she yeah. said it. It's nice to know. I didn't expect it to be. And I was like, oh, yeah, that's real nice. Actually, a comfort. Um, yeah. And then, like, I I tried every sport under the sun, didn't like any of them until I got into Irish dancing, which is just a very fancy artistic way to jump up and down all day. Yeah. Um, Without moving the makes, top of yeah, your body. Yeah, it was lots of spitting. And then it's, you know, the first time in your life where people are, like, celebrating you and giving you medals and stuff for um, all that annoying energy mm. so that worked well yeah. for me yeah that's pretty much it set the farm on fire by accident on purpose by accident that was a dark day but yeah so there's a whole very casually dropped <laughs> that in there it wasn't yeah no 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 infrastructure burnt down just props just paddocks mm. yeah and then my punishment was to raise all of the abandoned calves for the next few years so I've raised a lot of cattle from birth any any cow that was rejected by its mother, which is a very effective punishment because you're up at 4.30 in the morning oh, okay. mixing milk, walking through the rain out to the shed. Like you remember not to play with matches. Yeah, that's a tough one. Again, after several years of that. Yeah. It took worked. you a, f- a few years to so learn that, that lesson. <laughs> I think they wanted to be really yeah. sure uh, that I'd gotten the the message. Yeah, it was also a penance because we're, the man who owned the farm, you know, it's like damaged his property that's an income yeah yeah you know hay that was yeah so that was kind of like a paying him back as well mm. you know making it right yeah. yeah so I didn't have to live with the guilt but yeah mm-hmm. how didn't they catch that I have no idea yeah I guess they couldn't bring you to the doctor is <laughs> the only reason <laughs> they were trying real hard yeah. but um yeah I was every time we got her in the car she'd just jump out <laughs> yeah. not get her there just dive rolling this is my I feel like on the inside I'm Lara Croft but I don't have any of the skills to back it up but it is at least once a week oh you ever just in a situation you have that compulsion you're like I just want to like run out of this room screaming as the call of the boy not because anything Mm. yeah particularly bad is happening but you're just like I can't be in here for another moment and you just I guess it's not really fully flee yes absolutely Last time I had that, I was on a boat and was so tired. It was like, it was just slapping Mm. on the waves. And I just had this like impulse to just jump overboard and swim to shore that was like two kilometers away. (laughs) You know, just like, I'll not make it. But it was a good 10 minutes of like, am I going to jump or not? I'm a big girl now. You've always wanted to bail out despite the consequences. I feel like that with conversations with that I don't want to be in. I'm like, oh, oh my God. I'm going to get out of here. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I feel like 
yeah, yeah. Like, I need to get out of my and skin. And they just keep going and you're like, ah! Yes. Yeah. 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 You're shifting from foot to foot. You're like pinching yourself to like stay you're in. You're not even like trying um, to be obvious about how much you don't want to be here. Oh, yeah. No, I'm terrible. I mean, I know it's rude, but sometimes I can be as, yeah, I'll just be like, I need to go and do something over there that's not this and we'll walk away. And I know it's rude and I can't stop yep. myself. I, w- I will just, yeah. Um, yeah, just make up a thing, but then not even like leave their side. I'll just stand on the other side of the room. I do the like, <laughs> pretending yeah. I didn't exit the conversation completely consciously. <laughs> stand and stare at the wall for a while. <laughs> Straight up, go and open a window and like <laughs> breathe in the, the fresh air. I just air. had to do this right now. <laughs> yeah. It was I on just, my to-do list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. A good one is, oh, I, I think I'm going to sneeze. Just excuse me. You know when you are in the space where you're going to sneeze but the sneeze doesn't oh, come? That's like a wicked excuse to get out of a conversation. Oh, I thought you were really saying that. Yeah. <gasps> uh, uh, excuse me. I just, I've got a stuck sneeze and then you can just shoot straight out of there because oh, no one's stopping. That's true. They're not because everyone knows like the feeling. You've got a sneeze locked and loaded. Sometimes I get yeah, yeah. stuck with... Um, Especially on morning rounds, talking to I love my patients, but they are chatty, and I think it's because they're lonely. Mm. And I'm there at like you know dawn talking to them, and I'm like I gotta get out of here to see the rest of the people. So I do like uh, the classic like main or like oh I'll let you go now. Okay, yeah, that's good. Put it on them. Yeah, I'll I'll let let you go. go. And then this is kind of morphed into the shortened. All right, I'll go. And now I just leave. It's great. Short and sweet. Yeah. That's a gem. Oh, I'll let you go. I am going to write that down. <laughs> take a note. Get a pen. Yeah. I'll let you go. Yeah. Because yeah. then. It's a them problem. Right? They're the ones who are busy. This is good stuff, ladies. Oh, yeah. Up in a hospital bed. <laughs> yeah, no worries. They're full of things to do. Yeah. yeah. I took my chihuahua into hospital after my mom had an operation, and I could not get through that hospital to her. Oh, I bet. Because he is amazing and everyone wanted to say hello. Oh, yeah. And it took me like an hour and a half just to get from the front door to her. And then I was like, maybe this is a whole career, just like emotional support. Therapy yeah, it really well. is. Yeah. Yeah. We yeah. have dogs that come in yeah. sometimes. It's nice. After one of our many mass mm. shootings, you know? Yeah. We had a lot of therapy dogs <sighs> there. So, but yeah, I always feel bad. Like, what, is, what do the dogs do with the trauma? Yeah. Like and they've then, just got to carry that around. And, but I also feel like I'm. You're like in a hospital. Like how many how many times do I have to wash my hands before I get dog germs off my hands so I can go and like do stuff with oh, like your humans? I don't know how many times do you have to? I, wash I mean, at least once, I, right? <laughs> That's the rule. But like, is it? I thought it was more about friction than soap even. Yeah. Like really clean. Is that a real thing? It's, uh, it's yeah, like actually it's, like the friction. It's better to it. wash your hands with soap and water because the the scrubber, like yeah, with the water um, and the scrubbing, gets all the germs off better than yeah. just sorry. As I'm, <laughs> I know. Thanks for that. <laughs> I'm doing it too. I keep like tapping <laughs> this. It's, I'm I'm very sorry, Christopher, for when you're editing this and I'm like gesticulating yeah, all over it. room sounds. Yeah, keep them busy. Um, yeah, like with with soap, but. Was it 
I don't know, I just remember someone saying to me once, like, the soap matters, but the the actual, the scrubbing matters yeah, more. Yeah, like, the running water, but, that matters yeah. a lot. But also, okay, that's what they say, but have we seen any studies? Probably not. On hand washing? Yeah, yeah. but there are a lot of studies. I guess, like, I think surgical COVID, scrubbing yeah. is what I'm thinking about. Like, you know, where you, with surg- when you're scrubbing into surgery, you have to treat each finger and each surface of your hand like a little, so you have like four different surfaces on each finger and you have to scrub those 10 times. So like 10 times, side of my oh finger. My so God. it's 10. Who has the time? So it's like 40 for each finger and then you do your hand and then you do your wrist and then you do your lower forearm, your mid forearm and your upper forearm. That's nuts. And then you walk in and you don't yep. touch anything. If you touch something, you got to start again. Yes. Yeah. I'm weirdly really into this method. Yeah. I can see it would feel so rewarding, but then if my hands were that clean, I'd then be hyper aware of everything I touched after that because then I could count the contact. It would almost be worse than part of me thinks that like I avoid too much hygiene because I'm like, well, if everything's on there, everything's on there. And then it's easy to just be like, it is what it is and and carry on. Yeah. Like I love, I love a hot shower when I'm freezing. I love a cold outdoor shower when I'm hot. But everything in between that just feels like obligatory and and an annoying mm. waste of time. Oh, I love an emotional shower too. Oh, my God, I'm crying in the shower on a bad day. Oof, I could eat that for dessert. <laughs> yeah. It's the best cry I'll ever have. Yeah. <laughs> because you don't have to wash your yeah. face because it's washing and crying at the same it's time. It's a know, hot shower. Right? You know? It's also like a symbolism of like it's washing away the emotions, all your emotions. Yeah. And that water has to be so hot that it is burning Absolutely. my skin off yeah. if it's an emotional Same, shower. Yeah. I want to yeah. really feel If it's a puff shower, it has to be really cold. Mm. Like I have to have been uncomfortable for the first 30 seconds. Otherwise, the puff doesn't go away. Yeah, do you want to explain your uh, little yeah. puff theory real quick? Oh, I haven't heard this puff theory. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, the puff is, the puff is, I don't remember how I explained it. Do you remember, Grace? It's this feeling that comes over you. When usually for me, it's if I've been sitting down for too long or something, you kind of feel like you're hungover. Like so gross. you're like, you know, you get brain froggy, you got greasy skin, you feel like your face is swollen, you're like, ah, like I can't do the thing. And then for me, pretty much the only thing that fixes the puff is cold water. Huh. So that's like a jump in the ocean or a cold shower. Mm. I'm a huge fan of standing under the hose in the backyard, mm. just that 30 seconds of like, and then I'm like, I'm back. I'm deflated. The puff is gone and I can carry I've on. I've been dunking my face it's... in a bowl of cold ice water every morning. Ian came down yesterday, actually. He came downstairs, <sighs> woke up, and I just was in the kitchen with my face You're fully dunked into dunking. an ice bowl. <laughs> it's really good, though. It's good for your vagus nerve. <laughs> so I can't always work, especially because yeah. it's cold here now. I can't always work my way up to a cold shower. So that's kind of my compromise is that I'll stick my face in there for a while. Cold showers in the summer are great. Yes. In the, the winter. winter, I want them like boiling hot. I think I have to get a snorkel though because I have to like hold my breath and then do it and then you're like going up and down, <laughs> up and down. So I think I need a snorkel. Oh, for the, I was going to say, if you bring a snorkel in the shower, no, not you're the just going to get <laughs> <laughs> No, for my bowl. You're just going to get water in your snorkel. <laughs> no. Well, I'm my face in the bowl. I just feel like... Once you're bringing a snorkel in, it just feels like you could upgrade to an aquarium and then you're just one step away from a bath. 
But you can't mm. handle, you're saying you can't handle the whole body in yeah. the cold water. I, would like to I mean, it's hard. you got to get in the rhythm. Yeah, plus you have the ocean right there by right. you. You know, it's like I would have to Why drive like 25 minutes. You just go out in the snow. We don't have any snow. Well, we did. I would. I would maybe go out in the snow. But did then you you, that's snow a whole body week? thing. We got a bunch of yeah. snow last week. I've been using snow to think... make my water cold for my face. Oh. This is what works for me, guys. Oh. And this is what I'm doing right now. It's just my face. I'll work yeah, my way yeah. up to a cold plunge, but for now, the face is yeah. working okay. I don't want to yuck your yum. That sounds good. I'm interested about the size of the bowl, but I can see how that conversation It's will. big enough for a face. Is it, it's yeah. a face that has face. Yeah, we're talking like cake mixing yes, bowl. Yes, that's exactly what it is. Aluminium or plastic? Aluminium. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Keeps it nice and yeah. chilly, you know? I'm a fan. Please get a photo of the snorkel when you do it. <laughs> yeah, I will. I'm serious about it. We get it. We get it. Yeah. Just deep puffing. Hey. <laughs> Early thing. <laughs> All right. Should we? Do you want to yeah. do pizzas? I feel like you just told a bunch of pizza secrets with all of your how to no one catch this. But, you know, do we want to do a pizza secret or did you have some stuff that you wanted to ask us? I got pizza secrets, but can I ask you guys a, a few quizzy questions? Yeah, first? sure. Is that all right? I've got heaps, so I'm just going to do like a mystery. I think my kids put some in. Oh, okay. We'll call this Enya's Quizzy Questions. Oh, I like that. will that. be this segment, yeah. Enya's Quizzy oh, Questions. No. Okay. I'm not reading any of the children's. <laughs> Screw them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they are preteen boys and all of their questions are traps and they are dirty and <laughs> not cool Ooh, men. questions. I wish it was that. <laughs> well, now I'm curious, but I won't make you say it. Okay. Um, oh, what is your prefer- preferred bike? Motorbike, moped, bicycle, tricycle, scooter. I like a mountain bike. What's your preferred bike? I like bike? a mountain bike. I used to have a beach cruiser, but it was very heavy, and I would have to ride it up the hill when I was in grad school in oh. Burlington, and it was so bad. I should have gotten a new bike. It was like my mom's old 1950s. Yeah, I like beach the beach cruiser. cruiser. Oh, yeah, with like three yes, gears. I think. Yeah. Going up hills is so annoying, but it's worth it to go down the hill. Yeah, I would cruise downhill, but I would yeah. end up walking it up the hill every single day. And I would get to class real sweaty and no one liked it. So <laughs> mountain bike. I think I'd prefer a mountain bike. I think nice. definitely not a motorcycle. No, thank you. No. Not my thing. You shouldn't be on a motorcycle. No. I, yeah. Um. I don't think I've ever been on a moped, and I'm okay with that. I feel like I'd like a moped. I think it'd be nice. Um, you know what? I want? You guys got electric scooters in America? Those free electric scooters where you tap and ride? They're a real problem. Yeah, nice. People are menaces on the road. I feel like I've never gone faster like in my life than I have in Denver on an electric scooter. <laughs> I... I just felt like I could go as fast as humanly possible. And I did. I cruised down that thing, no helmet. And it was great. And it was fun. And there are like no rules. And I see now looking back, I'm like, yeah, that's a huge issue. Yeah, it was dangerous. Um, There should be some rules. There should be some rules. But there's so many rules here. If you go out of the zone you're allowed to ride in, it automatically stops working, which I discovered when I went off. I tried to. I tried to go off-road through the city parklands 
along the river <laughs> and did like a jump off the footpath down to the wall, bang, bang, bang. And then I went, wop, 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 wow. And then I'm like just lying there on the grass. <laughs> I'm like, it's still taking my money, but I can't offer it. So I had to like drag oh, it back no. up the hill. I did like a tap and it's on a timer. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, this is the worst possible use of my cash. And then it won't go if you don't have the helmet on. Oh. It can detect if you've got two people, so you can't dinky anyone. Yeah, it's a nanny state, yeah. man. We, we, yeah, I think we're still like the wild, wild west when it comes to scooter riding. Like those things, one, I think there should be like speed limits on those things. You shouldn't be going like 30 miles an hour. I was like racing cars. I was crazy. <laughs> Skipping, hanging on. Yeah. <laughs> like it was wild yeah Yeah, they should make you wear helmets i feel like definitely make you wear helmets Uh, i should have had like a full wrist pads elbow pads like i was i know i was reckless and it was so fun (laughs) and i'm glad i didn't get hurt but i can see how like one wrong move and also like the streets were really nicely paved and um they have a lot of biking lanes in Denver, but I can't imagine using one of those in Boston. No, or like New York City. Yeah, I know there's tourists a, get themselves in trouble all the right? time. And you have, um, yeah, there's just like potholes everywhere and sand and like just, hmm. it's not the same. Oh, yeah, you don't want to hit sand. Yeah. yeah I guess right. I'd say a mountain bike. So yours don't have like a speed because you have to hear there's like a max speed and then you can disarm the speed regulator on private property but if you're on a street or whatever they've got a max speed because we've got electric bikes as well some of the really cool they basically look like motor bikes but they're electric bicycles and they have to have a thing where you can like limit we don't have that technology well they probably have a limit i bet you thought you were going way faster than you were like when you're tubing and you're like i'm going a thousand (laughs) miles an hour and it's like you really just look pretty dinky chugging along um (laughs) Yeah, I thought I was uh, I'm invincible just, on that thing. <laughs> I just imagine her like, woo, hands flying out the back and like an old lady yeah. with a walking frame is overtaking her. She's like, I've never felt so long. <laughs> <laughs> going like seven miles an hour. <laughs> uh, like a little child on a tricycle with an ice cream just like leaving you in his dust. <laughs> Uh, this is dangerous. They should have limits on these things. <laughs> Somebody stop. <laughs> it went pretty fast, but yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure you were going fast. I wasn't going, I probably wasn't going that fast, but I know they, I used all the bike lanes, which I guess you're not supposed to use. You're supposed to use the sidewalks, which I think is what? Right. You're no, sp- you're not. No, nope. you're probably supposed to go with the cars. Oh, shit. Well, I use the bike lanes and... I feel like bike lanes is appropriate, but not si- never right. sidewalks. Bike lanes seems Yeah, right. that feels right. I don't know. But, yeah, yeah. I, I know. I, I can see why they're an issue. <laughs> it didn't stop. Like, knowing that it was like, oh, these are kind of problematic, it didn't stop me. Yeah. Like, it's like once you get your hands on one, you're just like, I can break all the rules. They're kind of like jet skis where you're like judgmental yes. when someone else is on it. But when you're on it, you're, you're like, like oh, okay, oh, this is pretty this is fun. really fun. Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. That's accurate. Do you like doing the scoot with the one leg up behind you, like the swan move? Like you scoot, you do one big scoot, and then you're on one leg, and you have... No, I got blank faces. Never mind. Moving on. No, I like to have two feet planted, but I will do a bunny hop, you know? Yeah, like the figure skater. Mm. 
I'm not that graceful. Yeah. I think I could try and pull that off. I'll do it for fun. Yeah. End up in the hospital. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You ever been on one of those old fashioned scooters? Yeah, I got with bare feet and you hit the brake on the back and then the friction burns your foot through the brake. Yeah, I hate that. I will literally bail off the scooter and let it just like roll away into oncoming traffic to save my save my foot because it burns it because you don't notice it's burning until too late. Mm, Ouch. Ouch. I agree. I hit a sand patch once on a regular scooter and I ended up with stitches in my chin. Ah. No. I reckon you've told that story on this podcast. Yeah, because remember punching sand? Yeah, I pounded sand. <laughs> pounded pounded sand. sand. Literally. Yeah. I like split my chin open mm. and and then I had like all these like black sutures hanging out mm. from my chin. I do remember that? And um, one of our classmates was like, "I think you have like brownie on your face." And I was like, "Um, they're like <laughs> stitches because I like split my face open." And he's like, "So no brownie?" And I was like, "No, there's no brownie." I would have been really mad if there's brownie on my face, but it's worse. There's stitches. They have to stay in there. <laughs> That's so embarrassing for like no reason. Yeah, it was so embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you uh when you have scars do you make up alternative stories for them that's one of my favorite games when I have it because I never remember how I'm injured myself and then I love inventing I'm a bad uh, new versions of those injuries yeah I'll usually tell you well it's not lying because I don't remember what no. actually happened so it's just storytelling just making making yeah. up whatever no I feel like my scars usually have f- funny stories that go along with them so that's usually the one I tell like I have a big scar on my knee from falling off my stilts when I was a child. Oh, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> really fucking cool. Yeah, I have a big really scar cool. on my leg from falling over a 2 foot fence. <laughs> <laughs> I tried to jump and I couldn't. <laughs> um that was really embarrassing. That's a good story. Uh how did you how do you come off stilts? Was it just a straight up uh, pancake. I was walking flop. on them and I think I like missed, I don't know, I think my foot maybe came off one of the platforms and I like slipped off it and there was a screw in it, like, you know, holding everything together. And I think I just kind of slid down and that screw like just caught my knee on on my fall down and it just went right into my oh. knee, gashed me open. Yeah, that's a design flaw. You had your hands up, were they the stilts that the, uh, the wood goes all the way up? here and you're using hands and yep, feet yeah, but like, yeah, i reckon they're dangerous yeah your feet aren't like tethered in there you know so you're just kind of like standing on these two really high like little platforms walking with these stilts mm-hmm. i was really did they give oh, that to you at a school no. that sounds like something they'd do my at a mom school. my mom bought them for me i was yeah. that was my thing that was a mistake on her yeah yeah well other than that how long how long did your stilting career last it probably interest? lasted a few years you know this is probably early elementary I was really into stilts and I was really into the pogo stick. yeah because remember we were gonna start a circus <laughs> <laughs> that's right you were gonna still and I was gonna pogo that's right. and I think Nick was gonna rollerblade <laughs> that would have been was so what cool. a circus yeah my brother was gonna be a uh, rollerblader just go around in circles on yeah. his rollerblades yeah. that's not a circus act Nick uh, what's for him <laughs> I think stilts were the most impressive. Yeah. I was so impressed you stuck with it for three years. My question is, though, who was going to juggle? No one. Ooh, yeah, no. We had the, did you not hear about the rollerblading really act? Yeah. Rollerblading was coming. We didn't need a juggler. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Is she oh, frozen? no. Oh, oh. no. <laughs> And yeah, and uh, frozen in time. Oh, lose. 
Yep, she lost power. Oh, no. Oh, no. Boop, boop, boop. So if you're like, what is going on? Enya has just lost power, and uh, and I guess, you know, that might mark the end of our show. Obviously, we'll have her back another day. You know, this is probably exactly how it would have ended anyway. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, thank you, Enya, for being on our show, and I look forward for your many questions we'll have to have you back maybe even for like a bagel bite or something yeah i was thinking maybe we could have her back for a bagel bite where we could do you know rapid fire questions yeah let her ask a few more of her questions and get that pizza secret in there absolutely i know we're leaving you with the baby's breath here yeah but um i hope you enjoyed part two of enya's episode and I hope you enjoyed part one, too. And if you haven't listened to part one, where have you been? Go back and listen. It's yeah, important what stuff. Doing? What are you doing? Um, this is Weird as a Feather. I am Kristen. This is Grace. And this is Enya. And <laughs> see you later. Thanks for listening. Really? Enya sounds a lot like Kristen on some days. Yeah. They sound <laughs> pretty similar. Weird? It's weird. Yeah. It's weird how her Australian accent just totally, totally went, went away. away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. It's but. been fun. And I'll see you later. How was that? That was good, Enya. Shame to Australian people everywhere. I think she'll be proud when she hears it. She'll be really happy with that impression. And she'll love that that's how we hear her. Yep. I had a really hard time not imitating her accent. I heard the aluminium and I was like, who are you? I had to say it. I knew knew you were going to say it. Um, But yeah, this is Weirds of a Feather. You can find us on Instagram at Weirds of a Feather. You can join our Facebook group. You can buy us a coffee at ko-fi slash weirds of a feather dot com is somewhere somewhere. we'll send a link it's in the show notes it's in the show notes you'll find it that's to keep this horse train moving running running going yeah um jogging and and lastly if you have any more questions comments concerns please 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 reach out to us at weirds of feather at gmail.com we love to hear from you as always. Yes. And if you have any feedback on Enya's episode, let us know. I'm sure she, or you can follow her on, uh, I think her Instagram is Enya's Down the Beach. It'll be in the show notes once again. Yeah. But yeah, let us know or let her know if you connected with her episode and if you want to share your own. If you want to share your own, uh, how did no one catch this? Those are always fun and funny and they make me laugh. So yeah. write us in and let us know what you think. All right. All right, and all three of us are going to squawk out now. Yeah, 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 together as one. Yes, as one (laughs) unit. Ready? One, two, three. (laughs) 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 (laughs)